Hey, welcome in A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over the social media. Just like Zach said, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, uh, Twitch, Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network. We go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly make it happen for us and they make it happen for you guys. Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the area. Check them out at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout at Mandu equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout's free. If you need a new car, head out to Lebanon and see our friends at Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Calvin and Suttle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings. Get their product across the mid-state at your home, calvinandsuttle.com. And the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, yes, TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. It only took us one training camp practice to go viral. As I look at it, we're an AJ Brown TikTok video uh, is is nearing or, or uh, nearing four hundred thousand views, <laughs> and so uh, crazy how stuff works right there. Uh, as we've grown by a thousand followers on TikTok in one day, Zach. But the story that came out of the first Titans training camp was not about really what happened on the field. It was more about what was talked about before practice with John Robinson, and then after practice with Mike Vrabel and Ryan Tannehill, who approached the media uh, as, a, as a whole in a press conference style. But John Robinson kind of started it pre-practice when he told the media that the Titans roster is now at the 90% vaccinated or in the process of vaccination uh, rate, where you know a, a couple weeks ago, I believe, like when they broke from minicamp in mid-June, Buck told everybody that the Titans roster was around the 50% number of vaccinated players. And obviously the NFL brings out their updated protocols and laying down the law of if your unvaccinated player causes a game to be canceled that cannot be rescheduled, you take the L as a forfeit and nobody gets checks. As soon as the NFL did that, which is unlikely to happen because Zach, the Titans and, and the NFL had a lot of different COVID situations last year, but they played and rescheduled all their games. The NFL is going to do everything they possibly can to not have to forfeit a game because that costs everybody money because of TV contracts. But that threat went out, and a lot of people brought uh, and, and responded to it. And now the Titans are at 90% vaccination, and Ryan Tannehill had a lot of strong comments about that. Yeah, he did, and, and look, you know, COVID, I, I wish it was out of our lives, but it's not, right? And it's not going to be, at least for the foreseeable future, as we know. And it, it's always a hot topic and has been. But, you know, this year, this season, as fans come back in full capacity, we also learn that once, if you do have the vaccine, it doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. That has been confirmed. So there are some nuances to this whole situation. And, look, we're not going to sit here. This is not going to be a COVID show. No. But... Ryan Tannehill addressed, uh, I think, a very um, interesting and particular situation that has to do with with choice, with NFL, with corporations, with power. And I thought he addressed it very well. And yesterday, uh, he was asked about about you know the whole COVID situation and 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 vaccinations and that ninety percent mark. Mm -hmm. And his comments were very, very telling. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and play you the back and forth with Ryan Tannehill and the Nashville and the Titans media 
here of, of what happened yesterday with the vaccination? Uh, I wouldn't have gotten the vaccine if uh, without the protocols that they're enforcing on us. Um, I think it's a, a personal decision for everyone. Everyone has to make the best decision for them and their families. That's kind of our mindset in this building. Um, but they're trying to force your hand, and they ultimately have forced a lot of hands by by the protocols, um, which is, uh, you know, everyone has their own opinions on. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, you know, I love this game. I love this team. I want to be able to compete and, and do the things that, um, you know, I think are important to, to build chemistry and, and win football games. So ultimately that, that forced my hand and, and to get in the vaccine. Ryan, other than the protocols, any conversations in the, in the midst of making that decision that LBs are up mine, medical professionals, people that were brought into the team, what were the conversations like in the yeah, there were a ton of conversations. You know, the team brought people in to talk to us, doctors to talk to us. There was a lot of conversations in the spring. Uh, I think our numbers were obviously lower in the spring with, with who was vaccinated. Um, you know, had a ton of conversations in the spring, strong opinions uh, about it as, as there are everywhere. And um, ultimately, I think, like you said, we almost 90% or close to 90% of the guys are, are either vaccinated or in process. So uh, you kind of see what, what the trend is. And... Um, like I said, our for, our hand was kind of forced if you didn't want to, you know, abide by all the uh, the hefty protocols. I guess was your mind put at ease amid any of these conversations? Well, not really. <laughs> no. Like I said, you know, I, I wouldn't have gotten the vaccine if if not for really intensive protocols and you know not being able to to gather with teammates and you know separate locker room, separate meeting room, separate cafeteria, um, all those type of things where you're losing. You know the team chemistry, the team bond, uh, which I think is is so important. Um, so uh, I think that probably had a, a lot to do with with guys ultimately getting vaccinated. Biggest concern, Ryan? What was your biggest concern? I guess why would you have chosen otherwise? Was it you know concern about after effects, or what was your uh, rationale? Yeah, I mean I I'm torn right now. Do I want to get into this? Uh, I'm going to pass. I just you know there's so many strong opinions on it and. Uh, you know, everyone has their, their own. So there's Ryan Tannehill there. I uh, decided to pass at the end, but I, I thought he handled that really well. Zach, I think you ab- agree with the same thing. Very transparent, as Rob said. But again, like for me, like... I, Not I, as I, transparent as Aaron Rodgers was yesterday. Well, Aaron, very, nobody very has very ever been as transparent as Aaron Rodgers was yesterday. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers listed all of his buddies, veteran players, who he thought were it. done dirty. I and it was it. like it was like Steve Buscemi... Uh, and uh, and Billy Madison, the list of like names he was crossing off there with Aaron Rodgers. But Zach, I, I I don't necessarily know or want this to be about what's your opinion on the vaccine, right? But for me, this is Ryan Tannehill putting his team's success over his own opinions and his own beliefs, whatever they may be, because there are a ton of different reasons of why people have not gotten the vaccine yet or why they're concerned about it or why they're being hesitant, whatever it might be. But Ryan Tannehill showed true leadership in that two minutes and 20 seconds that we just played, true leadership of how he wants to be selfless and put his opinions and his beliefs aside because he believes so much in this team, the players in the locker room, the cohesiveness, the chemistry, everything and and I was thinking about this while I was listening to his his answer and and I'll let you respond too Zach but if the quarterback can't be in the meeting rooms 
and the quarterback has to be in a separate areas because he is unvaccinated. How much does that just throw off an offense when it comes to continuity? And so I, his hand was forced. Absolutely. But I think he did, he did what he thought was the right thing for this football team. And that shows true leadership. In my opinion, three words, hand was forced. And that's the unfortunate part about this situation because it is the truth. The NFL is not giving you a choice. It's not. It is making it so difficult for you to play football if you are unvaccinated that your hand is forced. And Ryan Tannehill had to take a deep breath. And I do agree, man, I, that takes uh, that takes leadership to, to do what Ryan Tannehill did against his will. I mean, he... He eventually had to let up and be willing to to go get vaccinated. But he said if if they didn't force him to do that, he wouldn't have done it. But he did put the team first. And look, I have mixed emotions about that because I do believe that, you know, you should, uh, if you believe something, you should stand up for what you believe, no matter what corporation or what organization tries to force your hand. But this is a different situation. And Ryan Tannehill put his team for first and spoke very eloquently about his opinion. And I don't look, I am not a pro-vax anti-vax guy. I think you have your own choice. If you choose to do it more power to you. If you choose not to do it, you have your own reasons. And I think in today's society, we don't look at things like that, which is unfortunate, but this shows leadership when, when he, when he sat there and he was like, I'm not going to take this bait from John Glennon and John Glenn, Glennon asked the correct question. He should have asked it. Yeah. It tells me, that Ryan Tannehill has the best quality I think a human being can have besides love and and and, and kindness, but self-awareness. Ryan Tannehill is very self-aware in that, in that conversation, and I think this brings up a quality in a quarterback that you want leading your team that, let's just be honest, I don't think the Titans have had that type of leadership in a very, very, very long time. And Ryan Tannehill... He's the type of torchbearer that you want for your organization, even though the organization and franchise and league is forcing his hand to do to, to make him do something he doesn't want for his body. But again, beside the point, this is not a vaccine conversation. No, this is a leadership conversation. Yeah, no doubt. And, and I think Ryan Tannehill, since he's taken over and he's played what twenty-four regular season games, I believe it is for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, as their starting quarterback. So he has come a long way from when he got traded to the Titans from the Dolphins. He understood he was the backup and sat there and let Marcus Mariota do his thing as the starter until it was his turn to take over. And then I, I mentioned, I, I told a story uh, that Lawan told on Busting with the Boys, and, I, and I'll refresh that story here in a second. But we do want to ask you guys this question about Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is the Titans' strongest leader since blank. Ryan Tannehill is the Titans' strongest leader since blank. And we're talking players. We're not talking about coaches. We're not talking about Amy Adams Strunk or John Robinson because I think Mike Vrabel, Amy Adams Strunk, John Robinson have all proven to be great leaders for this organization. But from a player standpoint, Ryan Tannehill is the Titans' strongest leader since blank. Uh, that's the question we're to ask you guys. You got something to add real quick? Yeah, I, I, I've got the love of the show. I want oh, you to, to to say something about our fine sponsor, but I, I do have the love of the show. I love this comment. 
already the love of the show, early in the show. Uh, we will get to that, but first let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Make sure you know who to turn to, who to trust when it comes to your health and your recovery from whatever that injury might be. That is the folks at the Bone and Joint Institute. Simply go to boneandjointtn.org. They will take care of you and streamline the process, make it easy. They won't send you through all these different uh, portals and and different uh, facilities to go get the testing and imaging done over here, the surgery done that place, and then the rehab facility across town. It's all right there in one uh, location, boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM, code T A A T O Z Sports, risk-free $600 bet. You can't beat that from BetMGM for new users. They are our title sponsor. We're going to be doing a lot of cool features throughout the season with BetMGM. So download it today, and when you do download it, though, make sure you use that promo code, A-T-O-Z Sports. You sign up, you'll see a promo code. Make sure you enter it there. It's very, very simple. Both Austin and I are part of the BetMGM team. That's where we place our bets. I've won a couple thousand dollars from BetMGM. Thank you. They've taken me on a couple of trips, sent me to Key West, sent me to Chicago. Now, they didn't actually send me. I won money based on bets. But you and and Austin's help and Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So a a lot of things went into that. But opportunity. BetMGM gave me that. Download the app today. All right. So Zach's already got the love of the show. So we'll have him uh, reveal the love of the show so far. But we're asking you guys, Ryan Tannehill is the Titans' strongest leader since blank. But who gets the love of the show, Zach, out of the game? So I'll let you read the comments. But Assad gets the love of the show because I think this sums up succinctly what Titans fans feel. Ryan Tannehill is not the leader we wanted, but the leader we need. Definitely been a class act since day one. That's the truth. I think the, the Titans fan base wanted Marcus Mariota to be their leader, to be their torchbearer, but oh no. It was another hero flew up from Miami and the beaches of the South. And it turns in to Tanathril, number 17. He is not the leader they wanted, but the leader they needed. That is the Titan fan base mindset aside. Love of the show. Great comment. All right. So comments from you guys. Who is the Titan's strongest? Ryan Tannehill is the Titan's strongest leader since blank. Ronnie says, Steve McNair, Larry says Eddie George, Billy McNair, Louie just goes Dan Pastorini. <laughs> uh, like Trevor says, since ever. I mean, there are several players that deserve to be in the conversation. I don't know if Tannehill's been around to be since long enough to be since ever. Scott says Eddie George. Kevin says Eric McNair. Justin says McNair. Donald with a good answer since Kevin Mawai. Because if you're saying Eddie George or Steve McNair, you're going like 2006. Five was McNair's last year, and 03, I believe, was Eddie's last year. So Kevin Mawai was in that 2008-2009 teams where they had success, and he was a fantastic leader. Ty Kendrick says McNair. Quay says Air McNair. Uh, I'm going to skip Tom's Jake Locker joke. Rick says McNair. Ethan says McNair. Uh, Jeff says Eddie. Jarvis with a good answer of Keith Bullock. Amy says McNair. We've got Eddie from Lewis. Apollo says Eddie and Steve. Jared says Delaney Walker, who is uh, the most recent uh, guest or answer on here. Jemai with Eddie. Ty Kendrick, McNair. Um, Mark just goes all caps. I love Ryan Tannehill as, a, as the quarterback. He's going to share MVP with King Henry this year. That's Super Bowl. 
That's a lot right be, there. That would be a first. That's a, a lot. MVP on the same team. Yeah, right. And I don't Super think Bowl. that's going to happen. So a lot of comments. And, and Jarrell Casey is getting some uh, respect here in this conversation as well, as Keith Bullock is. So, and Robbie brings up uh, Wesley Woodyard. So they're, I mean, I think the Titans have had really good leadership. Like, and, I, but I feel like, I'm going to say a name that I think deserves to be in this conversation. It's a strong leader, and it's also a situation in how this guy got to the Titans. And that's DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray was traded from the Eagles to the Titans and immediately set a tone when he arrived. It was no bullshit, all business. And, he, I mean, he had fun and he had relationships with his teammates. But he walked around that locker room like they were in a and they were in business and getting ready to go. And DeMarco Not many Murray, people know that outside of the locker room. And we were fortunate enough to be in that locker room that year. Yes, because what 2016, so 2016, DeMarco, it was right when J Rob took over. One of the first things that John Robinson did it was trade for DeMarco Murray, also a steal of a trade, like Ryan Tannehill was a steal of a trade, fourth round pick swap. And so I I really do think DeMarco Murray was a key person to create this version of the Tennessee Titans. And, and so when you're saying Ryan Tannehill's the strongest leader the Titans have had since blank, I go back to DeMarco Murray, 2016-2017. Okay, Because so, it wasn't Marcus Mariota on that team. We all no. know that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I have uh, kind of a two-part answer. I, I thought that was a very – I did not expect you to say that. So I, I like that answer. So I think you have to separate it, right? You know, Ryan Tannehill is working in quarterback leadership. Quarterback yeah. leadership is different than other player leadership. We all know that, right? Mariota just got the C patch because he was a starter. Sometimes that happens, right? And Mark and Mariota was very respected by his teammates. Like let's let's Yeah, I don't know how much that C patch was earned, but uh that, that's my personal opinion. So uh, I, I think he became that, but he was just given that to, to start because of where he was picked and because of his position. But we all know that, so I'm not, I'm not like, uh, upset about it. Ryan Tannehill, I think, needs one more successful year, which I think will be this year, to get into the tier of most successful since Steve McNair. Steve McNair is the true leader of the Tennessee Titans. He always will be, always has. And until somebody wins a Super Bowl, I don't think anybody is going to take that crown from him. He was respected by his peers, his teammates, his his coaches, the executives, Bud Adams until the end. Like he, everybody respected what Steve McNair did, and his legacy lives on in a completely different manner because he's no longer with us. Yeah. Here's my answer, though. Oh, real quick. Can I throw in? No, I want you to answer. Never mind. You, you go ahead. My fault. My answer of leadership, not in the quarterback tier, because I think that's a completely different situation. I think the answer is Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker, he showed out in practice. And, and this is the the one of the reasons why I love Delaney Walker. The whole Hall of Fame show that we had really like hurt me because I had to like kind of put Delaney in his place, be like, man, you're crazy. You're not anywhere close of a Hall of Famer because right. Delaney Walker is one of my favorite Titans of all time to talk to, to watch, to see play, even on a bad team. And, you know, it's unfortunate the situation of how his career possibly ended in Miami, but 
I think Delaney Walker had all of the characteristics you need for a non-quarterback to have and carry that torch that we talk about. So mm -hmm. my answer is Delaney because I'd never seen anybody have the respect from their peers, whether they were tight ends or on the defensive side of the ball, the number 82. Tannehill, man, he is climbing that ladder quick because not only is he a quarterback, yeah. but he's <sighs> doing all of the right things to show leadership on and off the field. Like, let's think about this. So Ryan Tannehill was talking yesterday about putting himself uh, or putting the team ahead of himself when it comes to the vaccine. Ryan Tannehill is also who the Titans put out in front with Kevin Byard last summer with all the social unrest and how the team, like the, the team, like the locker room, the guys, the players, Ryan Tannehill and Kevin Byard were their representatives, their voices through the entirety of what last summer and fall was. And so you put the two and two together, what he said about vaccines yesterday and how he's handling that situation and the social unjust. And, and I think you put everything he's done on the field, the respect that he has from his teammates in the locker room and off the field. And I, I mentioned the, the busting with the boys story that I wanted to revisit. And that was where Lawan talked about that week where Mariota out after Denver pre-Chargers game when Tannehill was named the starter that following Monday. And uh, Lawan mentioned he walked by the table in the locker room and there's Tannehill and Art sitting down with the playbook open and Tannehill instructing Art Smith, I don't like this, I like this, let's throw that out, let's tweak this here, and just immediately taking control. And, and, where he, and for what Tannehill was doing, over the six previous months was the opposite of that, was sitting back and letting it be Marcus Mariota's team. But then it was his time, and he immediately jumps in there without skipping a beat and leads him to a victory uh, against the Chargers, and the rest is history, right? So I, I think Ryan Tannehill, in so many different areas, has shown how he's been able to be a true leader of this team, and he will be – a key part in where this team goes because of what he does off the field. I mean, that gets my, my, my blood flowing. I love that story because that just tells you that he, I love somebody that tells me what they want. I feel like Mariota and Art Smith's relationship was like the notebook. Like, what do you want? I don't know. What do you want? What do you want? And Ryan Tano comes in there and it's the polar opposite and they have success instantly. They go on that AFC championship run because Ryan Tannehill sits there and says, I like this, I don't like this. That is and, and awesome. You and I run a business, and we work very well together for how much we argue about the things we argue about. And it is, you tell me what you want, I tell you what I want, right? That's how you get stuff done, right? That is... I think that's the measure of a man, too. So, Brian Tannehill doing all of that, it should give Titans fans a sense of comfort heading into a season where Super Bowl can be realized. That is not a figment of, of imagination. Yeah. Right? Orlando's all about it, right? That's and, it, and right? I, I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that, but I like that, Orlando. We've got the same mindset, Orlando. Yeah. Is this is the year – and maybe all of the pieces come together. Look, they got to play 17 more games. We got to figure that out and playoff run, all that other stuff. But heading into the season, I think they are as prepared as they possibly can be with the roster. Now they got to practice and then they got to play. Yeah. And Luke Warsham asked uh, uh, 
Tannehill about how they can take all these new guys, these new weapons, Josh Reynolds and Julio Jones, and and how can they make it work? And Tannehill had a really good answer, and, and Luke's going to write about that for the website uh, for today. So check out that, a to zsportsnational.com. But Tannehill nailed that answer because it's all about communication. He said right now uh, in training camp, the goal is to form a team. Right now we have a bunch of guys. and the, the, They might like the guys they have in the, ro- in the room, but they have to form the team. A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday. Uh, uh, let's see, more comments. I mean, uh, Christopher says, without Tannehill, Titans don't get Julio and Henry doesn't go for 2K. I, I don't disagree. Uh, and Kevin just throws this. Imagine where this Titans organization would be without Ryan Tannehill. And that's that's a road, if you think about it, and continue to go down, what might how different this might be. Because you would be – because A.J. Brown was drafted. Derrick Henry was in his going into his third year and and then his next year. Like if without Ryan Tannehill, how much of this talent would be wasted with a hole at quarterback or dealing with a young rookie contract quarterback trying to figure it out? But Ryan Tannehill has been able to make that transition be, be seamless to maximize the current talent that this roster has. They would have picked anywhere from 15th to 10th in the draft. Which is because no they had land. they had Derrick Henry. Or which is I, no man's land. Huh? Yeah, which is no man's land. It's not where you want to be. It's kind of like where the Raiders are. The Raiders no, are you know no- what it was? You know what it was? It, it it's exactly where the Niners were. Now injuries caused that, but the Niners had to give up a lot to go up from 12 to 3 to go get their guy. And the Titans would have had to be in that situation. And, and ship away a bunch of future assets in order to fix a problem that they trade a fourth-round pick for and got Ryan Tannehill. And, you know, you take the chance. Look, the best part about the NFL in general is the gamble, right? You draft a player, at quarterback, and you we don't know who's going to be better, Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence. We could be surprised. We, we have no idea. That's the best part about this league. And the Titans were able to take a chance on somebody that was a known commodity but wasn't utilized to the best of his ability. And that has been confirmed since he's been in Tennessee. John Robinson, you know, Ryan Tannehill continues to project like he is. John Robinson, that trade is could go down in NFL history because it's a very unorthodox way to find a starting quarterback that is of the quality of Ryan Tannehill and the way he's played over the last two seasons. I'll wrap up this conversation as we move to our next topic about Tannehill in a second. But if the Titans make a Super Bowl, the Ryan Tannehill Dolphins trade will be one of the most and best trades in NFL history. If they can make the Super Bowl, not necessarily win it, but they have to make it, at least get in the Super Bowl for that. Eight of these sports here live on this Thursday. Let's talk about this. Mike Sando puts out his quarterback tiers every offseason around this time. Where Ryan Tannehill lands in this conversation on the field, since we've been talking about off the field. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, I absolutely could do that. Calvin and Subtle is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors. 615-448-6414. That's 615-448-6414. I feature him right here on the show every time. Knock on wood if you're with me. I know you're with me. 615-448-6414. If you have old carpet or bad hardwood floor that's been cracked or tile that's been cracked for that matter, upgrade to a brand new hardwood floor that is of quality 
and cost-effective because that's what Calvin and Settle, Settle brings. This Rivoli will make your kitchen pop, and it, it will upgrade your home. That's the best part. One to two weeks, once you pick out your perfect hardwood floor, they will order the material and install. It's that simple. Give them a call. Tell them you heard about them on A to Z. You know this is what you should do? Call them, 615-448-6414, and say, look, I'm with you. I'm knocking on wood right now, and I need some brand-new hardwood floors. They will hook you up with a deal. That is a guarantee. That's CalvinAndSubtle.com. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Quickly download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports, and with your first deposit and your first bet, you get a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks. That's BetMGM. Download the app. Use that code ATOZ Sports when you do sign up. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Zach, I am blind. You have the Mike Sando quarterback tiers. I have no idea where Ryan Tannehill is, how he ranks in this, what tier he's in, and where he is within this tier. But Mike Sando of the Athletic does this every uh, offseason with his quarterback tiers. So we'll find out what Ryan Tannehill projects from Sando on the field because we've talked for 30 minutes about Ryan Tannehill's leadership off the field, in the locker room, all the things that he's been doing uh, over the past uh, 22 years or less as the Titans' uh, starting quarterback. So let's get into this conversation. Yeah, so the the tiers, and I'll let you kind of go through the tiers because this is this is just the um, it's basically setting up what the tiers actually mean. So okay. I'm gonna throw this up here on the on the on the show, and this is Sandoz one, two, three, four tier. So I want you to get to know this because I'm gonna ask you some questions on where you think the quarterbacks will land. All right. Okay, tier one, you don't need to worry about the QB position, okay? Tier two, according to Mike Sand- this is is this uh, Colin or is this Sando? So this this particular is Colin's description of these tiers. and But so, it, it all it all goes along with the tiers. Okay, it, it, right, it is, right. it, they, they, uh, they align. Tier two, the team should be willing to listen to trade calls for their quarterback. Interesting. Tier three, the team should be making trade calls to upgrade their quarterback. And tier four, the current QB situation is a problem. Okay, interesting. Um, interesting way to describe that. All right, so now you, you kind of understand the tiers. Yeah. I want you to guess tier one. There are five quarterbacks in tier one. And just think about tier one quarterbacks, right? Okay. Let's see five. if you can get – I think you can get all five. You think there's five? Uh, I think you can get four out of the five, but who knows? All right, so Mahomes, Brady, Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen. So I, I, I bet I got four of the five. You got four out of the five. Very, very close. Josh so, Allen's not in there, is he? Josh Allen is not in there. Josh Allen is at the top of tier two, and I will show you the the tier graphic, uh, a follow up to that graphic here very shortly. Who would uh, who would be the fifth instead of Josh Allen? Very, it's a wild card that. Well, there's Who's, reason behind you're not thinking of them. Okay, because these are Mike Sando put this together, right? Correct. This is Mike Sando. Not Colin Coward, because we got Not people Colin in the comments Coward. that are being like, Colin Coward, what are you guys thinking about? It I mean, is, is it Lamar Jackson? It is not. It is Deshaun Watson. 
He has okay. him as a tier one quarterback. And I, it gets lost in the mix yeah. based on how bad his team was last year and what Deshaun was able to do with that team, right? I, I can get on board with that. I, and I think, then all yeah, of the sense. stuff, the cloudiness around Deshaun Watson. So now, now here's the problem because by the descriptions, Deshaun Watson should be in tier two because the Texans absolutely should be listening to trade calls for the quarterback. <laughs> right. So uh, tier two, I've already told you, Josh Allen is six, right? So he has Deshaun Watson is five. Josh Allen is six. Right. But as I was listening and I took this straight from the television as I was, I think I was eating like a 15 minute lunch. And this is the segment that I got. Right. So tier two, Ryan Tannehill is in tier two. Yeah. Okay. There are 14 quarterbacks total from tier one to tier two, one through 14. My question to you before I put up the graphic, what number is Ryan Tannehill in your According opinion? to Mike Sando. According to Mike Sando, I believe I believe Ryan Tannehill, according to Mike Sando, is all right. So let's talk through this. If Josh Allen's six, Deshaun Watson's five, I think the next cluster is Lamar Jackson, um, Dak Prescott, Tannehill. And then probably Herbert slash Kyler Murray and Matt Ryan. So there's I just listed a lot of names. I, I'm gonna say Ryan Tannehill is number nine. You're incorrect. Wow. You missed Matthew Stafford, which I think you uh, would have said, but that's yeah. okay. But you named all the other ones. Ryan Tannehill is 13. Woo. Right above Joe Burrow. How can you even put Joe Burrow right there? Like he played like. This what? is Mike Sando. This is not me. This yes. is Mike Sando. And this is also not Colin Coward for everybody who just likes to crap on Colin Coward because he's on the screen. So everybody listening to the audio version that is not watching because we you, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other uh, audio podcast versions. You have Aaron Rodgers 1, Patrick Mahomes 1A, 1B, Tom Brady 3, Russell Wilson's 4, Deshaun Watson, five. You did very well on that. You have Josh Allen, six. Tied for seventh is Lamar Jackson and Matthew Stafford. Then you have nine, Dak Prescott, 10, Justin Herbert, which is very high. 11, Matt Ryan, which is very high. 12, Kyler Murray, which is very high. And then Ryan Tannehill at 13. 14 is Joe Burrow. I found this fascinating. I think Ryan Tannehill, we can't be surprised. Tannehill was never going to be get the credit he deserved on a national broadcast. But Ryan Tannehill should be closer to 10. I could put Ryan Tannehill above Murray, Ryan, yep. and Herbert. Yep. Yeah, the, I think I think the conversations are um and so is Mike Sando doing this on his opinion or is or is he collecting data from other people cuz Mike Sando d talks to a lot of people like is this his opinion or was this a survey this was, it, all i know is this is mike sando's list okay that's how it was put out there yeah on I, I don't understand the herbert kyler murray ahead of Tannehill in both the espn top 10 and then in this ranking as well just because like ryan Tannehill's numbers are on par with patrick mahomes in the, uh, the last 24 games and Murray's and Herbert hadn't even played 24 games, basically. So, yeah, and that, that's why I say I think that Ryan Tannehill should be 
10 right behind Dak Prescott, I think you could make an argument for him to be nine. But they're just not – they don't watch the Tennessee Titans, which no. is unfortunate. And, and unfortunately, uh, according to Tannehill, uh, he, you know, he was talking about how that Baltimore Ravens one-and-done playoff game eats at them. Uh, from last year. Unfortunately, when everybody does watch the Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill has not put up good numbers. Yeah, and and to watch Lamar Jackson beat Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee in a playoff game doesn't help your case. Yeah, and the Dak Prescott thing, like Dak Prescott is really good. And Dak Prescott puts up gaudy numbers, uh, to say the least. Ryan Tannehill does not put up gaudy numbers because of the offense and Derrick Henry. The offense as a whole puts up gaudy numbers. They were the top three are actually tied for second when total yards per game. So I think that's why Dak gets more credit, right? As a quarterback. Well, because he had, because Dak does everything when Zeke can't hold on to the damn football and Dak's going to do it all. And until he breaks his leg in half, that's how that goes. But I think if you throw the, throw the screen up there one more time, because I think the, the true like argument is you could, battle and argue until you're blue in the face between these four, Lamar, Stafford, Prescott, and Tannehill. I think you're just going to waste a lot of breath trying to split hairs between those four, but those guys should be the four that round out the top 10, not Justin Herbert, Matt Ryan, or Kyler Murray. They should not be ahead of Tannehill. Yeah. And Herbert Murray and Burrow, this is their prove it year this year. So all of the hype that we've seen in the off season can Burrow, Murray, and Herbert put it together to prove that they're not going to go through a sophomore slump in Herbert and Burrow? And, you know, you talk about Murray coming into his own. I will say the Arizona Cardinals have put a right the right amount of pieces around Murray to be successful. And the best part is they'll have a formidable foe week one in Tennessee against the Titans. That's going to be a damn good game. Yeah, it is. And so, again... Back to the same thing I said about the ESPN top 10 positional rankings that was from all those experts and scouts and uh, and coaches and, and players. Everybody wants to be, including Mike Sando here, everybody wants to be ahead of the Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert. Everybody wants to be able to say, I had Justin Herbert top 10 going into his second year. I was ahead of the game, not following. And so that's that's how I feel about this. Where everybody can leave out Ryan Tannehill from the conversation because nobody's trying to put their flag in the I was right about Ryan Tannehill uh, conversation right now. All right, last thing before we move on. Who do you think we 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 see Burroughs fourteen? Who do you think's the top of tier three? I mean, there's just a lot of quarterbacks I have to think about. That's, you know, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. (laughs) I don't know. Who is it? Derek Carr. Oh, no. Right. He's definitely not in tier two. No, no, no doubt about that. All right. A to Z Sports here live on this Thursday. Let's go ahead and get to my Titans training camp observations uh, from yesterday's practice. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. They have your perfect make and model, and you may not even know it. And that's important because you got Wilson County Hyundai waiting in the wind saying, look, baby, come on in. Come test drive a Sonata, a Santa Fe, a Palisade. The Palisade is unbelievable. It's a full-size SUV with third-row seating, and they got bucket seats, and you can ride shotgun 
and when you ride shotgun, you got all the bells and whistles. You got Apple CarPlay. You have the sleek design, fuel efficiency. The safety is also unmatched. That's the best point part. And if you look at what you can get with the Palisade for the price, and that's important, trade in that minivan. Gross. Deborah and Chelsea are making fun of your wife right now in the carpool line. That's not fun. That's disrespectful. So what you do, hey, can the can the minivan and upgrade to a brand new 2021 Hyundai Palisade, great fuel efficiency. You're going to save money in the long run, plus you're going to get an unbelievable deal. Payne Bone and his team, tell them A to Z Sports sent you. They'll hook you up with money off. They'll take care of you. I promise you that. A to Z Sports, we are powered every morning by BetMGM. Download the app. Use our code A to Z Sports. That's A-T-O-Z Sports. When you sign up, you get a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. Gearing up for football season, get ready for that with the BetMGM app. Zach, training camp observations yesterday. Uh, Luke Warsham, Buck Rising, and I were out at A to Z at, at uh, camp representing A to Z Sports yesterday. I thought we did a fantastic uh, job on social media. So make sure you're following us on everything Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube as well. Here's my leading observation, Zach. And this is something that will make you smile. AJ Brown looks like he's unguardable. It doesn't matter what drill they're doing. In one-on-ones, wide receiver versus DBs, of course the wide receivers are going to win 75% of those reps. But when it comes to seven-on-seven drills or team 11-on-11 drills, whatever it is, red zone, open field, it doesn't matter. A.J. Brown is on a different level this year. He looks healthy. We saw that he had double knee surgery uh, at the end of last season. But he had multiple touchdown catches, and he just looks even better. Like, it's just A.J. looks, and he's he's out there smiling. He's having fun. He's catching one-handed passes. And it's just unreal that A.J. Brown still has a lot of development and growth left. Like, he, like he's this good already, and he's just getting better. And the thing about Julio Jones is Julio doesn't really do much in practice. Julio doesn't go through seven on sevens or team drills as much because he didn't have to, but AJ Brown is out there craft getting after it, working on his craft. And is, it is really fun to watch practice. Well, he's priming. Yeah. He's, he's in the development of his prime. It is yeah. an unbelievable thing to watch. It is. It's man stuff. And I'm saying that very politely. That's man stuff. And when number 11 gets on the field, watch out. Because now he's got a chip on his shoulder. Because his favorite player is now playing on the other side of the football, on the other side of Tannehill. Yeah, and he's yeah. trying to prove his value and his worth. I mean, do you talk? I wonder what kind of cleats he's going to come to practice with today. Julio's got wa- uh, Waffle House. I bet you A.J. Brown comes with some, some fire, some hot fire today. Because that is A.J. Brown's mentality. I've loved A.J. Brown and, and the way that he plays football for a very, very long time. Watched all of his snaps at Ole Miss. Knew he was the day that he committed to Ole Miss from stanky-ass Starkville, <laughs> Pattyville. And he wouldn't like me saying that, but it's the truth. He went to Ole Miss. He became a Rebel, and now he's a Titan. Uh, I love, love it to watch his career. That's hot fire. I And I, I, I honestly love hearing you say that. 
Yeah, uh, Sam says, A.J. Uh, Brown, when he cuts back, it's so quick the DBs can't react fast enough. Aaron says he comes out of his cuts with a purpose. Definitely man stuff. And Dom adds, A.J. Brown's release package is like an elite point guard in the NBA. It's like watching Curry cross someone over. I mean, it's not, it's not elite yet, but it's just already showing you how much better he's gotten from year two to year three after what he did from year one to year two after an insane good rookie year. Like it's just that insane. Uh, I do want to address this. Corey says, I saw Racy McMath put a catch on a DB two. So is it the wide receivers are good or the DBs are bad? Look, Racy McMath made a great play in one-on-ones. It's, it's, it's on like, it's like goal line one-on-ones wide receivers versus DBs. The wide receivers, again, going to win 75% of the time. And Racy McMath made a great play. Nick Westbrook-Akita made a couple nice plays. A.J. Brown worked Jackrabbit twice. That doesn't mean Jackrabbit sucks. That just means that in a goal line situation, when you know the ball is going to A.J. Brown, Jackrabbit couldn't stop it, which is good because A.J. Brown's unstoppable right now. So it does It does two things. And I, Look, we've both watched a lot of practice in our lives. Yes. For those drills – for guys like Racy McMath, they matter because they show two things. They show that they have the ability to do it, and they also earn the trust because the quarterback acknowledges it. Those two things, it's not the biggest thing in the world. It's not going to earn them a starting job or more playing time. That's not really going to happen, especially on day one. But it starts to kind of – and now you got to stack it. Because the consistency, that's what Vrabel and Downing and all these guys are looking for. Can they stack days when they're tired next week on Tuesday when they've had a lot of practices and then they've gone through full pad practices? Can they get to a point where McMath is doing that next Wednesday? Yeah, and and I'll say this about Racy McMath because I saw somebody tweet about, can Racy be wide receiver four? Let's pump the brakes a little bit. Racy McMath is a freak athlete. He's big, strong, yoked up, explosive, all of this. Very underdeveloped from a wide receiver standpoint of playing the position. He has shown a lot of growth from his rookie minicamp when he was kicking the ladder and tripping over his feet and letting the football get up close to his face to now where he's made that play yesterday that everybody saw on social media. So that's great. And I think racing math has a high ceiling because of what the type of athlete that he is. So it's a long way to go. And so Danny asks, what's going on with Des Fitzpatrick? I thought Des Fitzpatrick showed a lot of growth from rookie minicamp to full minicamp. And I didn't pay as much attention to Des yesterday, but I will today and tomorrow, hopefully, and throughout training camp to see who takes that next step. But there's going to be a really strong battle deep with the wide receiver group. And it wasn't all bad for the defense. Like, just because those guys made plays, Amani Hooker picked off Ryan Tannehill for a pick six in red zone seven on seven, there was an incredible play from Amani Hooker. Uh, Kevin Byard had a break, had a pass breakup guarding AJ Brown on the goal line from Tannehill. It was a beautiful play by Byard. He had another breakup, and so did Amani Hooker. And uh, you saw uh, guys make Breon Borders had a pick on the goal line too. Like the defense is fine right now. It's just one on ones. The wide receivers look a lot better than what we thought they would be pre Julio Jones. Because yesterday we watched them really without Julio. And you, I like some of the young guys they have on the, on the wide receiver room, for sure. And 
that will it'll be interesting to see the playing time once they get to preseason because those guys will get Julio and AJ won't get a lot of playing time in the preseason. No, and there's, there's like there's 12, only three pre- and there's like Thank 12 God wide there's receivers only three out there. preseason games. Yeah, no kidding. That is the one thing. Look, the NFL may force your hand and putting a needle in your arm, but at least they only give us three preseason games. Right, for sure. And Lee says I saw a clip of Des abusing Breon Borders. Well, you know, that that's just they, they play a lot of snaps in practice. <laughs> like like everybody wins and loses in practice. Uh and that's just how it goes. And so uh Robbie asked, Does Julio do any competition drills? He did not really yesterday. He was in for a brief moment on some team periods, but you know, Julio doesn't need to do that. Especially on day, day one or two. Yeah, here's a question. Here's a yeah. question. Um for Ryan Tannehill threw an interception yesterday. Talk us through that play. So uh, I'll do it as general as I have to. So it was a seven-on-seven red zone period. Uh, Tannehill threw a pass towards, I want to say, Chester Rogers was a uh, a kind of a stop route towards the seam. And Imani Hooker come downhill, just read it immediately on the route. The route might not have been perfect. The throw might have been a little late. But Imani Hooker sniffed it out downhill immediately, went right off the hip of the receiver to intercept the ball and was gone. I, and, I like that. That's my trust guy. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Again, I mean, it's practice. So, you know, one guy's going to win, one guy's going to lose. But I do like Amani Hooker being in that. that and, and guess who was chasing play. him down the field? 17. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill was chasing him all the way down the field, you know, 80 yards. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a – look, it was practice one. It was a good practice. Uh, we'll, we'll have more observations after I'm out there uh, today for tomorrow's show. So, We'll see where it takes us. Yeah, need to be careful there because uh, Cam Newton, that's where he got hurt. Hey, that's where he said that his career kind of changed. Is was chasing he, a pick? Yeah, he threw a pick and chased a pick, and then that's where he hurt, hurt his shoulder. Well, yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Nate says, who lined up at right tackle? Can't tell you that specifically. So, <laughs> sorry there, Nate. Uh, well, yeah. we got to go rapido because you got to get going. Yeah. We got to do this magic bucket. Sure do. Magic bucket coming up. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the area. Head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. They create extra cash flows for you and your family by renting out your property instead of selling it. Selling it's fine if that's for you. It's a one-time transaction. It's over. But if you want to build long-term wealth with equity, rental property is the way to go and let the pros handle it at RentersWarehouse.com. A to Z Sports, BetMGM. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. You see in the in your screen code ATOZ Sports. Risk-free $600 bet for new users. Cannot beat that. Sign up today and use that promo code. All right, quick magic bucket on this Thursday because uh, I have to get out to training camp practice once again. So let's go ahead and, uh, Zach, you got your sticker? I do have my sticker. I got to use this up because I feel like it's, well, I don't know if it's almost over or just begun, but uh, my Olympic sticker, Tokyo, not 2020, but 2021. So cross (laughs) out that zero, (laughs) FU COVID, FU COVID again, Tokyo, not 2020, but one. And I I guess there's a copyright infringement. So those are the best uh, Olympic rings that they got. Yeah, I was literally going to say that. Like, who made those Olympic rings? But yeah, you can't can't let them touch or everybody's getting sued by the dirtiest uh, thing in all of sports. Besides FIFA. Besides, I don't know. That's a great conversation. Who's dirtier, FIFA or the Olympic Committee? All right, so uh, who is this for? I just, I pulled it. I haven't read it yet. Me. All right, this is for Zach. Did you ever blow bubble gum? No, I haven't. You got to pick twice. 
Damn it. <laughs> I'm glad I remembered that. Boo this man. Actually, you don't have to boo him because he's got to pick twice. All right, so here we go. I only got like two minutes left. So tomorrow on the show, Zach, you have to text me a I sound. don't have to do anything. You have to do this. Hold on. If you listen to what I'm saying, okay. you have to text me a sound that I have to make throughout tomorrow's show. <laughs> anything? This Anything? Make a sound of your co-host's choice tomorrow throughout the show. Co-host will text you sound right before the show. Okay. Ooh, this could be creative. Ah! <laughs> All right. I already did the dog toy in my mouth thing. I'm just reminder. like now pissed. Huh? I'm going to put me a reminder. <laughs> Uh, answer this question on air. If you were to be a drug addict, what drug would you be addicted to? Have you done this? No, you, you did this. I've done this. You've done this. I don't know, man. Like maybe just because of my uh my pre-workouts <laughs> that like oh yeah, there you that, go. That's you know addicted I'm, to pre-workout. True life, I'm addicted to pre-workout. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a yeah, I need it. I need it. I need it. Oh, that's a great answer. Yeah. And that was an easy day. You got it. This is an easy two picker. You've picked twice both weeks. You got two easy ones. I mean, right? You're not having to put lipstick on or, you know. I don't do mind. What yeah. else is in there? You still haven't gotten one. There's one in there that is not fun that we none of us have picked. And that's been in there for weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, pre-workout, that type of stuff. The uppers is probably what I would be uh, addicted to just because um, that, that, you know, I, I need my, I need my uh, caffeine and my, my, my little uh, thermogenic to start my day. So that's, that's my answer on that one. All right, guys. Hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. Don't forget to follow us everywhere, including TikTok. Took us one Titans training camp practice to go viral on TikTok yesterday. So more coming today. Uh, and we'll catch you guys later on. I will see you. Oh, Ryan asks, how do you submit uh, for the Magic Bucket? DM us. Just DM us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, uh, wherever you're watching. And we will get that and add that to our uh, file cabinet of Magic Bucket ideas. I love true life. I'm addicted to pre-workout. I want to watch that documentary. I do know somebody who, who just takes a scoop of pre-workout. And just instead of mixing it in water, just goes dumps it in the mouth and then chugs water. That's different. That's not me, but that's different. All right, guys. See you later. I'm headed to practice. Thanks. Adios.